I'm glad you are with me again today. I welcome you to our time of study as we open up God's Word. We're, we're emphasizing a new uh, series of studies right now called The Attributes of God or What God's Really Like, some of the things about God that will help us to know Him and appreciate Him. And not only that, to really experience Him in our lives more. And one of them is His faithfulness. And we talked a lot about that yesterday, and I want to just finish that up today. We're talking about some areas where He's faithful. One is he's faithful to forgive. 1 John 1, 9 reminds us if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just or righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. You see, God says, if you sin and you bring it to me and you confess it, and confess means to agree with God. It simply means that I say, yes, God, what I did was a sin. What I did was wrong. I admit it. I confess it. And we ask his forgiveness. He will forgive us. He promises to be faithful to do that. Now, some of you out there may be hesitant to believe that because something in your past bothers you that you know was desperately wrong, that, that, you, that you sinned greatly against God. Well, I want to tell you, if you come to him with all the sincerity of your heart and you really confess and admit to him it was sin, ask his forgiveness, he says he will forgive. Now, you either believe him or you don't. And you see, if you, if you really want to see God in his, at his best, just take him at his word. Just believe what he says, and he will forgive you. I remember talking to a woman years ago who had sinned earlier in her life, a sin she thought God would never forgive, and she'd ask him a thousand times but never felt forgiven. But I said, it doesn't matter how you feel. It's you are forgiven if you truly, truly ask God to forgive you, and you truly meant it. And you were sincere with him. And she said, oh, I've meant it every time, a thousand times. And so I said, well, claim it. Thank him. Begin to live like he keeps his promises. He's faithful. She did, and it brought great joy to her heart. He's also faithful to witness. It may sound funny to you, but the Bible says in Revelation 1-5, Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness. And Paul writing to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians 1-9 says, God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. God the Father witnessed. God the Son provided the way. And see, Jesus is, is a faithful witness. He, he constantly is revealing himself. He constantly is showing himself as strong on our behalf. He's the attorney who presents the evidence uh, the Holy Spirit does about Christ. He wants us to use us as a witness like Christ is a witness. So what kind of a witness are we? We should be like the psalmist, with my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations. You see, one of the things that we can always do in the, whatever situation you're in, we can talk about the faithfulness of God. We can describe to other people the faithfulness of God. God is faithful, and his faithfulness is great. The song says it like this, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, your heart has provided. Great is your faithfulness, Lord, unto me. A faithful God. I want to go ahead uh, and talk again about another characteristic of God, which is very close to faithfulness, very close. And we see it primarily in Jesus Christ. And, and so I want us to look at it in him, it's, and, and it's simply the steadfastness of Jesus. In, in Luke chapter 9, verse 51 uh, I want to show you what Jesus, about Jesus, and uh, let me read that to you. Uh, find it here. 
excuse me, as the time approached for him to be taken up to heaven, Jesus resolutely set out for Jerusalem. Some, some, old, some of the older versions say, set his face toward Jerusalem. Now, what, what does that mean? Well, he knew what was looming before him. He knew that the cross was out there. He knew that he had been born to die. He knew that he had come into the world to give his life as a ransom for many. And so he knew that was coming to pass. He, he knew exactly what was going to happen. He knew where it was going to happen in Jerusalem. And so he knew it was time for it to happen. So the Bible says he set his face. He, he moved in the direction. He aimed everything at the goal he had come to fulfill to die on the cross. Now, the setting his face is a figure of speech. But you, you can understand what that means. It's the determination of purpose, and it's, it's a commitment to, to do what one was called to do, and that's what Jesus was doing. He was headed for Jerusalem, where he would die, where he would be raised from the dead, where he would eventually return to the Father. And he knew all of this, and he saw the, even the pain of the cross, but he saw the joy that would come after because he was providing a, a way of salvation. I think if you want to see the steadfastness of Jesus, you look in his face and you see commitment in his face. It's commitment to a high and holy purpose. He had come to do the Father's will. Now, he healed, he saved, he preached, he taught, he ministered to people in all kinds of ways, and it was wonderful. But that's not, that was not the primary purpose of why he came. The Bible says he came to die. To seek and to save that which was lost, how did he do that? By dying. He said, I came not to, to, to do anything for myself, but I came to give my life as a ransom for many. He was committed to that purpose. And that's one of the great needs today among believers is that you and I be committed, that we be committed to, to do what God wants us to do and that we allow him to be the Lord of our lives and that we simply do what he tells us to do and that we obey him in every area, and that we are committed. You see, not very many people are committed. This is the day of the half-done job, the unfinished uh, project, on and on and on. But, but faithfulness, steadfastness, therefore the Bible says in, uh, and he says in Isaiah 50 that I set my face like a plant toward the way God wanted me to go. See, Jesus went to Gethsemane. He suffered there. He went to the cross. He suffered there. All of that was because he had this commitment to do what God wanted him to do. And he, he saw the thorns, the agony, the nails, the heartache, the rejection. He saw all that was said and done, even ahead of time. But he did it because he wanted to pay the price for us. And we can also see courage in his face. And you see, some people do really well until there's crisis. But when Jesus faced the crisis of the cross, he was the same because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mark pictures the scene, and they were in the way going up to Jerusalem, and Jesus went before them, and they were amazed as they followed him. They were afraid. But Jesus was striding on ahead, un unflinching, un unwilling to turn to the side, undismayed, making his way straight to the cross. That's courage, amazing courage. We need some of that godly courage today in our lives, the courage to stand and the courage to leave. I want to also point out to you the calmness that was in his face. He had complete confidence in his Father. He had 
a complete assurance that all was well, that God was in control, and that God was going to show forth himself mighty to produce an answer. So today, say, Lord, you're faithful, you're steadfast. Give me those qualities through your Holy Spirit. He will. God bless you. Have a great day.